Hi guys, welcome to Thrive, the podcast from the John Good Group. Uh, and welcome to the final uh, episode of the season. Today we thought we'd do something a little bit different and we are going to talk to the leadership team here at the John Good Group. So it's going to be me- myself, uh, Ben Norman, David North, Rachel Lowe and Rich Quelsh. And we're going to be taking you through the good, the bad and the ugly of our 2023 and you'll see a little bit of what we've got planned for 2024. So grab a drink, sit back, enjoy, and I will see you on the other side. Let's start with Rachel's question. Come on, this is this is the time. Who out of this table is on your naughty list this year? Oh, great question. <coughs> you all are for different reasons. Who's <laughs> <laughs> well, on your naughty list? <laughs> no, actually, no, I don't think anyone's on the naughty list this year. I think not around this table. That's there's maybe good, one or two. Pe- there's, there's maybe one or two people that would be would fall on the naughty <laughs> list, but I don't think I should mention those on a podcast. That might go out. But no, I, I think generally speaking, we've got a good bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, John Good's got a pretty strong no dickheads policy, and um, that's not an official policy. I might add. Is that a new policy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of the ones. Get a copy of it soon. Ah, yeah. okay. It's one of the ones that Rachel's working yeah. on. Right. Don't be a dickhead. Um, yeah. But actually, we we don't culturally. Everyone's pretty well aligned. Um, so no, I'm not. I don't think there's anybody on the naughty list this year. Yeah, you were getting I th- presents. I think every- well, I know. Let's not go too far. Yeah, I'm not sure anyone's getting presents this year. But, uh, yeah, generally speaking, I think I think we're all good. It's mm-hmm. been a good 2023. So where are we starting? People, planet, or performance? Come on, somebody. People. Well, was- so you talk about people. Can I talk people first? We can talk yeah. people. So Rach, how are you feeling about 2023? It's been your year of of being in the group. Clearly, heading people. How do I feel? Yeah. I think we've had an amazing year. Okay. Um, I think we've brought in some great people. Um, they're reflective of who we are and our values. Um, everything we're trying to do, they resonate. And we're seeing that when we're interviewing them. The initiatives we're putting in, um, they're going down an absolute storm. The reaction at the barbecue when we announced the employee service awards, the faces was just... It was phenomenal mm-hmm. to see um, the reactions. Um, looking forward to the living the dream. Yep. Um, and seeing what is on people's bucket lists, mm-hmm. um, because that always says a lot about the person as well and, and what their ambitions and dreams are. Um, but I think from where we were in January to where we are now, we are leaps ahead mm-hmm. in terms of the things we're doing, the new system that's coming in, the policies. The way people are embracing everything is amazing. Um, taking the managers through their own development um, with their own training. It's always a, what's the word? Um, it's always an interesting um, aspect when you're bringing in new management training. People have been in a business for a long, long time and you hear all the comments around, well, I've been on millions of training sessions and the impact of T2 and the feedback has been really positive. I think the, the opening comment of, you've got the session to convince me to then hear at the end of the three workshops, the feedback of that's the best thing I've ever been on. Um, You've really had an impact on me. It says we've chose the right provider and the right right program. So I'm looking forward to where we go next with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also interesting seeing people's journeys because the managers have soaked it up. They want it. They want to learn. They want to develop. They want to be better than who they are uh, today. And they want all these new skills 
to be able to manage their people to help us to drive performance. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to ask for things. And I think that's a real positive that they're asking, well, I need help with mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. And for me, that's we're having an impact because we're showing them what good looks like mm-hmm. and they want to be better, which is great. Which is great. Rich T2, <coughs> touch on T2. It was a big one for all of us, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. Talk me through your T2 experience. Um, I, well, I knew T2 anywhere before before um, we brought the initiative in to, to do the, the training delivery. I mean, Martin being one of the Martin Johnson who owns T2. Um, good character and respect him a lot in terms of his background. And I knew that was going to be kind of the level it was going to get delivered at in terms of the quality of content that was being given to us. Um, first experience, I mean, Rich alluded, Rich alluded to it. Um, the, I mean, can we say the individual? We can say the individual, can't we? Paul, Paul Ford, an MD of TEPS. Um, he's very much... Depends what you want to say about Paul. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's a bit positive. He's probably knock you yeah. out. So I'd be he's, very careful about what you We're best buds being Paul, so I'll just say that. Um, no, he, he, he basically said, uh, convince me that this is a good thing because I've been to thousands of these. They're not very good. And ultimately, after that one session, he was convinced. Um, I already kind of knew it was going to be good uh, because of T2. I know if Martin, you're probably watching this... Um, I'm probably inflating your slight ego there, but but it, very good in fact. Uh, from a personal point of view, going through the system, through the system and the program, um, understanding your personality or your way of traits of your how you deliver your shadow self and your good self. Um, that's been a big thing personally. Um, understanding what makes you tick and walking into the office in the morning, knowing that you're going to smash it. Um, and then there's obviously certain elements that the famous terminology of chimp. Um, and we're all we've all had our chimp moments um, over the past uh, twelve. Your months. chimps come out. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah really. Yeah, yeah. For those Even of, now, yeah. <laughs> for those of uh, people that might be listening that don't actually understand what it means to say your chimps come out, what what does it mean? Um, so chimp means essentially uh, that's your shadow self. So something that triggers you. Um, so for me, maybe it'll be um, somebody may say something in an email that's not particularly on point or fact mm-hmm. so that's my that'll trigger me as a personality um and i may get slightly enthusiastic sometimes when it comes to the response and then sometimes you've got to control that chimp the inner chimp <laughs> you're <laughs> thinking slightly more than enthusiastically i would say if you had to have a word that summarized one of the biggest developments this year it would be chimp because yeah. people talk about chimp coming out and people are far more open with sharing how they feel about different things and I think that's been one of my big takeaways from T2 was the common language that we all we all share. Yeah. David, I'm really interested in your perspective on people because um, out of the leadership team today, you've been here the longest, so you've been in the group the longest, mm. and you've worked in various parts. What do you think the biggest difference is between maybe the group that was and then the group that we're trying to build now, you know, um, since 2022 and the sale of good logistics in late 21? Yeah, I think it's probably, I don't know if it, co- it falls under culture, but I think... The Jonga Group, everybody within it before, and all the companies that operated in it before, we, we we were good. We were offering good service. You know, we had some good customers, but I think we never really shouted about it. We never pro- promoted it, and I think the changes that have happened. I think you, it's it's given belief in people, and it's given belief in people that yeah yeah we are really good. We should we should shout about this it makes you feel it, it makes you feel more empowered i think i think that's the biggest difference for me i think before we used to we used to punch above our weight but i think we've kind of added added 
added the weight now, which is the biggest difference for mm. me, I think. I think the talking about it's a great shout. Mm. There's so much hidden, mm. good quality stuff going on in this organisation. When I landed in 22, you could see it, those pockets of just brilliant work all over. And, you know, I shared experiences mainly in the travel business, right? And, yeah. and the travel guys are just doing this Ferrari standard service. I mean, it really is brilliant. And mm. the feedback we get from customers and the internal stuff, it is really superb. Mm. But then they're not confident in themselves. Yeah. It's like, guys, you do a great job. You <laughs> yeah. want to be shouting about this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, have the confidence to, to recognise the value that you deliver to people. Mm. And then be bullish about it mm. and, and not always be on the back foot and not always be questioning yourself and having those doubts. And, mm. and actually, it's just something that I hadn't thought about really until you started talking about that. But I think confidence is one of the things that mm. we're starting to pick up. And maybe that's some new characters, you know, yep. who are a bit more confident. Mm. But I think it's also that everyone's starting to understand now that actually we're bloody good at what we do. Yeah. We just need to tell people a bit more. I think as well, the kind of your reference punching above your weight, but it's actually, we're not punching above our weight. We're actually delivering where we should be delivering. Mm -hmm. And it's, again, it's confidence and... Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, it's a sleeping giant thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's a sleeping giant. And, and, you know, everyone has heard this before from me, but John Good, given that it's 190 years old... Um, it doesn't have the profile that it should have. Mm. It doesn't necessarily have delivered some of the things it maybe should have for a business of its age. Mm. Um, but it's got all the right ingredients to go and do it. It's just about cracking on and doing it. Ben, you work in a, a, a function in the finance team that um, traditionally or maybe stereotypically um, wouldn't be overly people-focused, but you've had a big period of change this year in your team. Do you want to just talk us through that experience and the, the, the good and bad that you felt this year? Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at finance teams, accountants generally, there's generally a quick stereotype of people being reserved, do what they do in their own little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I think what we've tried to do is very much is create a culture of bringing people in that want to get involved, um, go work with the wider business, and it's about adding value. It's not just... Um, producing the numbers and sending them out. It's actually getting involved in the wider business and going, where can we come and add value? Where can we make a difference? Um, I think that's true for fans, but also all of the, the other departments. It's how do we collectively work together mm -hmm. to drive the culture you've already referenced and uh, start driving performance in other ways as well. Mm -hmm. Do you think all the departments are working together as well as they could yet? Not yet. Um, we're at the start of a journey. Um, obviously, we've had quite a rebuild. Um, obviously, we've already referenced Rich coming in. Uh, Rich in the last uh, 12, 18 months, um, they're building their teams as well. Mm -hmm. um, these things take time, but I think where we look at where we are today, we've had real positive steps forward. Mm -hmm. And you referenced the sleeping giant as well. Of, if we're making those steps already and we're already going, we're not at where we can be, it gives a real positive for where we can can get to and what we can deliver. I agree with what Ben's saying. We're still on that journey. And I think it takes this team to, to set that stall out in terms of what does collaborative working together mean and involving, including people <laughs> getting their viewpoints on decisions that we're making. Because at the end of the day... They are the users. They are the people that are delivering for us. So mm -hmm. we need to get to that position that they're having that input into everything. So we're still we're still on that journey. It's better than what it was, mm -hmm. 
but we've still got a way to go yet I think to fully be sorry I think one of the big points as well is um, the openness to work together yeah. and be very open to challenge from each other and entering a conversation with the mindset of how do we get to the right answer rather than I have the right answer mm-hmm. and I think that as a team is where we are definitely progressing mm-hmm. and that's really positive to see David we've struggled on occasions this year getting innovation coming from the business mm. and we worked through a few different models mm. how's you how are you feeling now with where we are today and looking ahead in terms of bringing some of that stuff out of the business I think I think it's it's better than it was mm-hmm. it definitely could be better I think across the group and include myself in this we need to have, be having more conversations with different stakeholders we need to get out there externally to customers suppliers shareholders and you know get their thoughts on what the problems are pain points that we can innovate to um but i think just going back to what you're saying about the different departments i think all of us in every department in every opco that we've got kind of had sort of specific work that was departmental led if you like you know to build a a foundation and i think we've kind of done that this year but then the more cross you know, cross-department projects and stuff will come next year, I think, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So. I think there's also that piece that I mean, it comes back to the journey. They're not used to that way of working, so it's down to us to show them how working together can deliver great results because because they've just not had that in the past. And I experienced that myself with certain areas. You just have to work a little bit harder to get that relationship, to get that collaborative working for them to understand you're not, you're here to help as well, mm-hmm. uh, to make things great. Yeah. Um, and I'm starting to see that improve. Mm-hmm. And from a comms <laughs> perspective, Rich, internal comms, high agenda piece, where do you feel we're at? Oh, we were referencing to blogging. Blogging-ish. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, oh, again, we'll use the famous term that we're on a journey and we are very much on a journey when it comes to internal comms. I think there's been there's, there's systems in place that may not be right and fit for purpose for this business as it's growing and it's scaling. Um, we have new systems coming in place for 2024, which will allow us to be more fluid with our internal comms. And that interaction and that famous word collaboration and allowing people to exchange knowledge and ideas, that gives us the ability. We do have a platform, which I've just referred to as blogging. It does a job. Um, from, a, <clears throat> from a comms piece in terms of um, you know what, what's going on in the business, I think we do okay. I think we could be better. Um, I think we've come, we've improved dramatically over the past twelve to eighteen months in informing everybody, bringing everybody on the journey. That's important. I think we're doing a pretty good job of that together, um, and I think we just need to get better at getting the good news out, which we may not be aware of within the, the corners of the, the, the group. Um, and I think that's going to be a big thing for twenty four. I won't allude to it in so many terms, but moving into a new head office is going to help because mm-hmm. that internal comm side we can get together more as a group. Um, so I'm excited for 24 in the sense of we galvanise that groupness together mm-hmm. um, and then ultimately we are genuinely on the same journey, which is which is great. And I'll just come back to the um, the people side in the sense of the, the departments and integrating themselves into the group themselves. I think we're dumbing ourselves down a bit. I think actually, <coughs> I think we're, we don't realise how well we've actually done that. Um, I take it from a marketing department's perspective um, and actually a HR team perspective, people team. Um, it was kind of like on the side, the department. It was seen as, a, and I know this famous joke is the current in department, but 
It was Coring the and bullshit department. Yeah, bullshit. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, um, and it still is uh, a math department bracket for bullshit. Um, but more, the point I wanted to make was the fact that we've actually integrated ourselves now into the four, five opcos within mm. the group. Um, and what I find really nice, and I know we're kind of in an interim office, we get a lot of people coming into the office with ideas and want to talk about initiatives. And we never used to have that. When I first joined, it was very much an email in, can you do as a PDF? Well, now we've seen the small impact that we've made over the past 12 months. Um, it's very encouraging to see not only the department heads coming in and talking about ideas and initiatives they want to implement because they need some assets to deliver it, mm-hmm. but you get the wider team walking and going, what do you think about this idea? And I, that, that to me says that the department's doing something right because they want to share an idea and how do we get it from cradle to grave, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. My big one for 24 on this topic is I think you're all bang on that we've made massive strides um, in the business, but I think those strides have been felt most within a square hundred meters of this business. So it's the guys in this building and the building down at Parkgate, so where we are today, that feel it most. And I, the challenge I think for us as a team next year, especially with the move to Quarry House, so for those listening, that's our new head office, which we'll be moving into in Q1 in 2024. we're going to land there. The experience should be brilliant. And the TEPS guys are landing in the office and their experience should be brilliant. But we've got to think about the guys in, in Wales. We've got to think about the guys in London. And we've got to make sure that the stuff that we're feeling here is replicated throughout the business. We can't get to a two-speed business where it's an us and them. And there's an ivory tower. And I think that for all of us next year is going to be a really big challenge. And we've got to be very conscious about if we're doing it here for people, how do we replicate and how do we land it in some of those other businesses? And you can have that for some of the cultural bits that we've been touching on, but that I think is equally true for some of the social events. So we've had a few good socials this year, right? And we just need to always make sure that the socials aren't necessarily always hull-based, yeah? And that if we're doing something out of here, that we also give the guys the opportunities to do some of those other things um, in the other parts of the country. I think probably just as we're on social events, probably my highlight from a social events perspective and I will be coming to you guys for yours in a minute but my highlight this year was probably taking the guys sailing on the Humber now who who went on that you were there weren't you you were um it was an amazing event so we took the guys we took 10 11 of the team we took them out onto um Cat Zero which is a charitable organization based on the Humber where they take uh, different groups and they teach them to sail and give them some of that life experience through sailing and we took the team out to just have a day out on the boat. And there was probably two or three of us that had sailed before and the rest hadn't sailed at all. Um, I'd say probably by the end of it, there'll only be two or three of us that still want to sail and the rest <laughs> of them never want to sail at all. Um, but probably the highlight on top of the highlight was watching Sarah Walton, who's one of the ladies in our travel business, being dangled over the side of the, of the yacht. And uh, fair play, because it was her birthday, so we came up with this idea for her. But um, I think that's probably the highlight of the year for me, just watching someone that had never been on a yacht before and then being brave enough to go over the side. I mean, fair play. And that, that was probably, from a social perspective on people anyway, my highlight this year. What about what about you guys? Um, I, w- I would actually say the barbecue, the, the summer barbecue, we call it summer, it was, it was peeing down with rain, but um, the actual footage looked like it was a quite decent day. Um, and the sole reason why it was a good... Um, social was just seeing you two cooking sausages and burgers to be quite honest with you it's um, fine no. it'll happen again next year <laughs> it, was the the pinny, it was the pinny yeah so. the pinny yeah. Um, 
And they were naked as well, which is a bit weird. Um, <laughs> no, so the AGM, so it worked really well the day because it was my first experience of the AGM mm-hmm. being delivered at C4DI with the uh, with the stakeholders coming in. I thought it was delivered really well. I thought the content was excellent. Then flowing in, everyone goes back to um, Hazelwood Hall where the big greenery is here um, and just seeing all the families come together. So sons, daughters, family members all coming in, the ice cream van rocking up and games. I just thought, actually, this business cares I think that's probably what I thought when mm-hmm. I was sat or well, stood having a beer and it was just a good vibe um, and I think that's testament to the new age coming through and the new people coming through but also the the current people that are in the group as well thinking actually we've got some excitement here for the next 10-15 years mm-hmm. and I just thought you know what it was quite a little whatever you want to call it a warm fuzzy feeling but genuinely if that happens which it will do every every summer I think it's a brilliant thing mm-hmm. And do you think we need to get all the guys from Cardiff and London up for that? Yeah. That becomes an internal comms thing. It comes a, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we to be fair... All we have to replicate. That's the other choice, yeah, isn't it? We go out and we take all the guys in London out and we do something yeah. similar down there. But we've, that's the sort of thing that we've got to make sure we, 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 we share continue, around. Yeah. I'll take the Christmas party this year. They are coming. London guys and the and the, the Wales guys, they are coming up. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good thing. But you're right. Everyone needs to be together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me as well, the barbecue, the st- the, it was great the year before. I think the fact this year, inviting families mm-hmm. and kind of, it's also that recognition of families play a big part in what we do mm-hmm. and support us in us doing what we do. So, invite them in, get them involved as well. Uh, it was really positive and great to see everyone mixing and having a great night. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think the, the barbecue was... I mean, it's the only thing I've been to this year. <laughs> so, um, so you're picking I, I, one from I'm one. I'm picking one. No, yeah. but do you know, I, I, it's the family thing and to watch my little boy mm-hmm. ask to go and get his cricket kit out of the car and be stood by my side going, will you come and play cricket? And the next thing, he's with the Dan team mm-hmm. playing cricket. He remembers that and he continues to talk about that. Um, more about the language maybe so thanks guys um, <laughs> but it was seeing my son mm-hmm. playing with our guys and their family it just kind of it just felt right it, it just it felt like I was at home yep. watching something going on in the street it, it just felt um, it, it's that fuzzy feeling mm-hmm. and it was just felt right I mean I dashed to the barbecue for my other son's prom so it was that ability to try and juggle everything and to feel that your family have been recognised in the things that we're doing and as a thank you as Ben says for allowing us to be able to come and come mm-hmm. to work and do what we do yeah. um, and I think that's really important remembering these guys do support us mm-hmm. the length of service award giving at the barbecue mm-hmm. yeah, was, that was cool wasn't oh, it, it was cool, yeah. um, and being able to watch the families of the people that we were giving the length of service awards to yeah. was really really quite special actually um David, you, any ad- advances on the barbecue? Well, obviously sitting on the back of the bus with Rich on the way back from York races, <laughs> belting out Backstreet Boys oh to, gosh, to, no. a, to a board director. <laughs> is, is <laughs> Rich, how could you forget about that? Yeah, no, well, was, this is David's highlight of the year. Yeah. Have you forgotten got, about it? That was a slippery slope after that bit, wasn't it, at the pub? Yeah, it got progressively worse after that. But that that's was that when Rich fell asleep in his pint? After knocking but, a pint over yeah, my wife, as it, it, if, if I remember <laughs> rightly. Yeah, yeah. Rich. Oh, Did you not get that out much? No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. It was, to be fair, it was about half past eight. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell the viewers and the listeners yeah, that yeah, they things started at 11am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I, yeah, I think the barbecue for me, because it kind of came after the AGM, so I kind of... I was sat in the AGM thinking, "Wow, we work for a, we actually work for a really good company. You know, it's a big, a big company. There's stuff going on, 
And I think everybody probably needs to see that presentation at, at some point. And the barbecue thing was that you had people obviously from different opcos, but I think the T2 thing has really brought everybody together. So like previous year on the barbecue, it was it was a bit sort of, right, travels over there, Tepsis over there. But this year people were just like mingling together and talking to each other. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was cool. Mm. I think that's worth putting everybody and mixing people up mm. with the T2 to get them interacting with other people from other businesses yeah, so yeah. they know they're all part of mm. one big business. Yeah. And that's been the, a key thing as well. We were quite siloed mm. post the sale of good logistics, you know, the individual businesses. And for the right reasons, you know, there wasn't a group infrastructure. So they all got on with doing what they needed to do. Mm. Um, and, you know, it was a bit traumatic for the team that went through that experience. So it's taken some time actually to knock those barriers down. But you're absolutely right. Watching the guys just mix mm. and get on. And that's been T2. It's been some of the socials. Mm. Yeah, it's a massive step forward. Mm. Uh, and, you know, people don't fear going and meeting the other businesses now because they know some people and they recognize them and, the, and they've, they've got some chat. What do you think... Where's the big area for improvement then on people? So we've talked a little bit about comms. Mm-hmm. So, but what 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 else is the big focus for twenty four? I may be jumping around a bit here, but what what do we got to get really right next year? I think it's the hot. It, we're still developing our managers, but it's the whole development of ensuring people are performing where they should be performing mm-hmm. um, and getting that right. But to do that, we need to put the right mechanisms in place and give the managers the right tools to help them to have the right conversations, the right career conversations with them to understand where our people want to go, the succession piece. Because we've got this amazing business that's obviously 190 years old, but we've got all the different operating companies and we need to start thinking about how do we move people around Mm -hmm. so you don't pigeonhole yourself into one area. So there's a bit of work to do around that side of things so that we understand our people, their ambitions, and where they want to go as well. I think I generally agree with Rich. I think for me as well, it's that kind of getting people tuned into performance because we talk a lot about the people initiatives we do, the environmental initiatives. They only happen when performance is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and whilst it's great we have the values and everything else, we need to get performance going in the right direction, which it is, but mm-hmm. that's what ultimately gives you the ability to do all the other great things. I think I just building up what Ben said, um, and I go back to the confidence um, term that Dave used was. Um, I mean, we'll use GTM because that's a bit of a bit of a growth animal in the next three or four years. But the anxiety of bringing on new customers, we are worried. We were worried that we were bringing on new customers, and we have to bring on another five or six individuals to make sure we're servicing those customers correctly. Um. I think confidence that's been driven through the business <clears throat> that's wrapped around, wrapped around the GTM team. Um, we've onboarded a number of new customers this year and they haven't they haven't broken and they've delivered the service at the at high level. Mm-hmm. So I think giving confidence, and we allude to the performance side, performance over the next two or three years is vital. I think that's guess kind of why we're here as well as the, um, as well as the, the looking after the company and the people itself and the planet. Performance will fuel that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think where we're now going to grow and performance is a, a priority, um, I think now people have got the confidence to go on that journey of performance because they can know they can do it. I mean, it's early stages in the first 12 months of properly getting into this, mm-hmm. um, but now being everything's embedded and we're ready to go in the, in the next year, in 2024 and beyond, 
I don't think there's any people sat around there. There may be the odd one going, oh, I'm not sure I'm confident about this. I don't think I can keep up. I genuinely think there's a, there's a majority they're ready to do this, which I think is a great thing. I think it's also, if we look back on the last couple of weeks where there's been some presentations going on in terms of how we can reward and recognise our people to drive and give them that confidence. They're coming out of sessions and they're going and doing things because we're also going, it's okay, you can do that because we believe in you. Mm-hmm. And then you hear them saying, I've just done this and the excitement on their faces because we're saying it's okay you can just do it and I think that's we're giving them the right tools and the right strategies to help drive that performance in a real positive way mm-hmm. empowerment empower yeah and I, and, I, and, I, and I say that from a culture perspective and I'm saying it because you're the you've, you've come in two years ago but I think it stems from what you're bringing in and it comes from the from the exec team go do it and I think we're kind of taking the same mantra to our own teams and mm-hmm. going just go do it. Yeah. If you fall over, we'll talk about it. We'll look about what we can prove forward. But you've got the empowerment to go do what mm-hmm. you need to do. And it's actually having a ripple effect now across across the group. But it's also making sure we give them that the right tools to have the resilience as well. Because that's really important in mm-hmm. terms of we may have times where we may drop and fall and fail. Mm-hmm. But it's how we can make sure our guys have got the confidence to bounce back. Yeah. It's that bounceability um, for me, and it's that bit also that we've got to give them that. that I think resilience is a big one, actually, and I'll be quite interested in your views on this. Um, We've all been running at 100 miles an hour this year. I think that's fair to say of of all of you with all the various different challenges the group's been facing as we've been trying to get to the point where we feel the foundations are built uh, so we can really start to grow. I'll speak personally first. I think this year has been arguably one of the toughest years for me personally because it has been a non-stop, incessant grind this year. Um, I've, I think this is probably the, the year I've felt most fatigued and my resilience has probably been tested the most this year. And that's not a, it's not a negative about John Good or everything else. It's, it's just a reflection of the work that's had to go in this year. Um, I am very much looking forward to a Christmas holiday. Um, just to recharge. So how's everyone else feeling? Um, because that's where I'm at, genuinely. I'm tired now. But I think we've done it. We've put in what we needed to put in. But I need to recharge if we're going to go again for 24. So where's everybody else at? Um, yeah, I'd say I'm probably at a similar sort of place. But I think you, you're tired, but you can see that you've put sort of building blocks and foundations in. And I'm kind of looking forward to next year because next year feels like the year that you actually deliver on it or you get back what you've put in this year really um i think the difference is going back to some of what we were talking about before i think we've kind of raised the expectation for people within the business in terms of you know what you're going to be doing what you're going to be learning what's expected of you but equally as long as we back that up with right if you know the expectation that you have from us is that you're going to get rewarded you know better than you were before you're going to be looked after better than you were before, you know, well-being wise, people wise, everything. Um, so I think as long as we keep to that bargain with each other, I think we'll be fine. And but, are you feeling like that bargain's there for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, in, you know, I've I've had a, it's been a challenging year because, and it, I think it's probably harder because I was in the business for a long time before so you've got to adapt to a different pace, a different different way of doing things. You've got other people coming in with different ideas. 
and it's quite easy to sort of say, well, hang on a minute, we were doing all right before. What, what are you telling what are you telling me this for? But you've got you've got to adapt to that, and you've got to learn from that. And I think that's that's been the biggest challenge for me. But I think I've said it before. It seems like before your day was a bit sort of like that. It wasn't one too hard, one too easy, just quite nice. It's a bit more like that now. But that's much more interesting, much more challenging, and you learn, you learn much more. But yeah, if you're asking, I'm absolutely knackered. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm off for a lie down. After you're introducing sleep pods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we're not doing that. Just for clarity, we are not doing not that. Not even for the nuts. We are not doing that. <laughs> Come on, someone else pick up the mantle. I'm, I'm knackered. Mm. I'm knackered. Um, for a good it's a good thing it's not it's not a negative um i think when i joined in october of 23 22 um the two months three months that i was there it was more just getting to know people understand that you know i'm here to make things happen and create momentum and january onwards was a time to get it going and start to implement the foundations that were required for the growth period um you know just things like website design and builds and the typical cmo coming in rebranding everything which it kind of needed by the way everybody who's listening and watching um it's hard because you've got to try and bring in all stakeholders to get content and then make sure it looks really good um because ultimately it's there for the next five or six years and showing the group and the stakeholders that we can look much better um and we can deliver results much better um and it's been a, it's been a whirlwind, I think, over the past twelve months for various reasons. Making sure that we've got assets in place, we're building a team, um, which, by the way, really really happy with that. And that's been a bit of a your term of expression, a bit of a chew, because it's just the talent to try and find the right people to fit in the team to make sure they're the right cultural fit. That's been tiring, <laughs> um, but we're there. It's good. We're there. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm in the same milk really. This Christmas period, I've purposely booked off the the grey area between New Year and Christmas, uh, uh, Christmas um, because I need it, because I know 24, all the personalities around this table is, we go again, mm -hmm. and we go again at pace. Mm -hmm. So we've just, um, it's that excitement of now we've got everything ready, I think let's go show the world what actually this, this group can do, as in John Good Group, I think there's some really exciting stuff going to happen in the next two or three years. Taking I think I think when you look at what we have delivered this year, this year though, as a overall team group, individual businesses, it is ridiculous. There has been so much done, and we've referenced it already a couple of times. We've putting the foundations in place. Now there's still more to do, but when that's you put into context all what has happened, there's no wonder we're tired. But then it's also a kind of invigorating because. You then look to next year going, we'll start to see what comes of all that. And that's what I kind of keeps it exciting. I think it gives you that re-energy to go again, is you see that next step coming. Okay. I'm knackered. <laughs> I am knackered. You've had some year now, right? I've, I've had a, yeah, I've had a cracking year. Um, yeah, obviously coming in, getting everything, the foundations, we were in that phase of recruiting the headcount for group that was needed as part of the plan to so getting all that in my own team settled mm -hmm. and I, mean, I think that was mid-summer uh, mid-year even by the time they were in systems and so on and having an operation in between mm -hmm. that and probably just the way I'm built I just run at a million miles an hour anyway trying to run before I can mm -hmm. walk I think that was my biggest 
learning, I think, this year, thinking that I could do something quicker than I actually, mm-hmm. my body said I could, but I kept going. Um, but, yeah, I'm tired now. Um, do, do you think, given everyone's comment is broadly the same, that we've got to be more conscious of pace for next year? Because we don't really want to get to this end of next year going, oh, we're all knackered again. It's not healthy in the mm. medium term, is it, for everybody to be knackered all the time? I get why you need to put energy into building momentum, mm-hmm. hence what I was saying, but we can't feel like this consistently. No. We've got to have that recharge. There's some people around this table who aren't great at taking holidays consistently. It's those things, isn't it, to make sure that we're doing all the right things because if we're not if we're all getting to the end of the year all feeling tired are we actually demonstrating the behavior around well-being and everything else to the teams that we probably should because that's what we talk about internally but then if we're not actually demonstrating that ourselves we've maybe got some work to do as a team so maybe that's a really interesting one for us to reflect on next year yeah our own how how we we our behavior yeah our behavior our own well-being aspect but also we should be leading from the front in yeah. terms of well-being we should be the ambassadors of everything and um there's a whole thing about you yeah. know do as i say not as i do, do or whatever yeah. and then we're doing the opposite and running ourselves into the ground when we're trying to say to everybody else don't run yourself into the ground mm-hmm. so I, I think that is one that we've all got to be more conscious of next year because around the table we all like to work at pace but if pay if the outcome of pace is everyone's knackered come december it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. i think also the, the we talk about the teams that we've built I think there's an opportunity now trust the teams that they can get on and do yeah. mm-hmm. um, amazing team that we've built in the marketing area and I'm now be- getting better at delegating it's a guilt thing sometimes I think that's half the battle is I can do it mm-hmm. I'll do it but actually there's three people in there who are amazing and competent and actually probably do a better job mm-hmm. so why am I not just passing the objective or the project to them so that's one for me personally next okay. year is to pass on okay Let's change tack a little bit. We've talked a lot about people and culture and everything else. Let's talk about some of the um, the planetary things that we've got on with this year. So um, the the group has the three Ps, people, planet, and performance, and, and planet's been a massive focus. Um, the real direction for the group has come from Tim Good and his, his ambition to leave the world in a better place than the one that, that he inherited. And he's incredibly keen to see us try and take on the challenges in the industries that we operate in. And despite us not being a big player in any of the industries, we are starting to show an evidence that if you have the right mindset and you can make the right investment choices, you can start to make meaningful change. And so this year, the group achieved operational carbon neutrality. We did our first carbon measurement this year. Um, David, I'm going to come straight to you. Um, For anybody listening that's not been through the process, how would you describe the process of your first carbon measurements uh, <laughs> you can uh, use swear words but no, I mean no, no, no. somebody <laughs> might be listening that I know uh, it's a little bit it's, it, it's, it's not easy because you've got to you know gather your gas bills and your electric bills and then you know for TEPs it's how much you know diesel they've been using and when and all that kind of stuff but I, I think it's a very interesting exercise looking at your own business but i think the the thing for me and probably for for next year is we, we look at the areas of the scope three for our clients i think that's where we can make the biggest difference and i think you can make a massive difference for your client i think there's opportunities within that massively in all all the uh, areas that we operate within 
to you know look at new product, new service type, new commercial models, uh, things that are going to earn our clients more money or or more customers that we can really help them help them out with that. But yeah, I'd I'd say <laughs> I'd say anybody who's embarking on it. You know, don't think you're going to have it done within a a week or two weeks. It's quite a lengthy process. Try as best as you can to put stuff in place so that next year when you're doing it, it might be a little bit easier. Um, but it's, it's still a rewarding thing to do because it, it really makes you look not, not only at your own business, but what you're doing for your clients as well. I think. Mm -hmm. And Rich, from a comms perspective. Have you felt we've communicated some of our messaging around the sort of sustainability sort of pathway that we're on and some of those key things that we've done this year? Uh, well, it's probably my pragmatic answer. Mm -hmm. um, I think we've timed it and we've not got too excited. I, admittedly, that's my mantra sometimes is just wait until we've got things lined up and we've got credibility behind it and we've actually proved that we've done it, which is obviously the most important bit. Um, I think we're, we're delivering what we're saying we're doing, which I think is a huge thing. Um, that's part of the reason why I joined was because we've had this, we have this excitement initiative, exciting initiative coming through for the planet side. Um, I think there's more to come, obviously. I think alluding to what Dave's saying, if we're helping, it's quite perverse really, if you're helping travel, you know, businesses travel less, but yet we're a travel business, I think that's a really nice juxtaposition. Um, and I think genuinely is there something that will actually send some ripples through the industry as well, which is going to be great. Mm -hmm. um, and arguably being one of the first of across all opcos being operational carbon neutral, huge thing. The little minnow like John Good Group are actually putting effort and investment and time to do that little bit of good, pardon the pun, um, within within the environmental um, atmosphere, the sphere. It's it's actually something they think. Do you know what? We're doing something well. Mm -hmm. We're not perfect. Um, but genuinely from a, a proposition, from a group perspective, I think we're on the, the early stages because we're into the kind of the first year of measurement, but once we continue and build and there's obviously other initiatives in place coming through, I think actually we'll become a bit of a template mm -hmm. for organisations. Okay. So we did that with the environmental initiatives this year. Let's switch tack a little bit and talk Matthew Good Foundation. So Ben, reminders, how much did we donate? this year to the Matthew Good Foundation? Uh, so... It's going to be awkward if you don't know this number, Ben. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, this is our numbers guy. This is the guy I rely on for our numbers. No pressure. Yes, thank you. Um, so during the year, uh, we've uh, done, we've donated, come the end of the year, uh, around 120,000. Um, that's part of a commitment by the group uh, to donate um, over a million pound over a three-year period. Um, just timing of such... Um, change that but yeah really positive to see kind of the real commitment from the group of funding the foundation um to allow it to put a clear strategy in place uh really define what it wants to do and give it the platform to go achieve that and have some certainty um a lot of charities obviously year on year are looking to the next going where's the money going to come from by the choices made, we've been able to give that certainty and give a real runway to to give the foundation um, a pathway over a period to to grow and implement what it wants to do. I mm -hmm. think that's really positive. Yeah, I agree. And and you know that that over a million pounds over three years, um, there'll be at what nearly there'll be over six hundred thousand into that, won't they, by the end yeah. of this year? 
and giving Michelle and Jen and the team that ability to know where they're going and what they can play with has been massive. Yeah. It's massive step change in, yeah. the, in the foundation for I me. I think it was year. that front load to go very clearly, you now have that, mm -hmm. go do. Go and get on. And the foundation's been really interesting this year in the way that, um, one, they've engaged the team, and Rachel, I'll come to you in a minute on how we've engaged in our volunteering, but also how now they're attracting other third-party companies that love what Michelle and the team do and want to try and have a piece themselves. And the whole idea that you can use the skill set in the foundation and the work that Michelle and Jen do and have a little piece of that for your own business, I think is incredibly exciting. And if you go for two or three years, um, I think we'll find our foundation isn't only servicing the sort of charitable needs of the John Good group, but it'll be, you know, tens of other companies that will be benefiting by the skill sets that effectively the group funds yeah. and lots of lots of other businesses benefit. Rach, we talk a lot internally about the, the Matthew Good Foundation. We clearly spend an awful lot of time and focus on delivering for it in the various different ways. Talk to me a little bit about the feedback we get from volunteering and also when you're talking to new people, think about joining the business what they're thinking and what they say about the Matthew Good Foundation. Okay, so obviously the the, the volunteering piece is is really important to the, the team here um, and across all sites and we're starting to see more people get involved. Um, the feedback is really positive. They come back excited from what they've done and the, the fact that they're making an impact mm -hmm. um, and we're giving them that time to go and do that as part of their working week. Mm -hmm. So that's really important to people because what we're starting to see is people coming into the business where that social impact, the environment, environmental impact, it's big. Mm -hmm. And I think because it's all, it's all over the place, we're talking about sustainability and where we're going future-wise. So people want to be working for businesses that are doing something and not doing it because it's a tick box, they're doing it because it means something to them and the work we do is meaningful in terms of the foundation, the planet, all of that side of things. We believe in it mm -hmm. and that comes from Tim and that cascading through the rest of the business. Um, when people are asking about it, they're asking about the time, they're talking about what kind of opportunities can I do? Mm -hmm. um, so we're looking at how can we work with the foundation to really explore what is out there that people can get involved in. Okay. as well so also we're seeing people going out to like the rspca spurn point mm -hmm. but how can we use the skills that we have that to maybe benefit okay. other areas yeah. so for example um we're at the foundation at the the dinner with the sailors um children's sailors charity mm -hmm. so we're in talks with how can we work with the families to help um get them back into work if they're unemployed on mm -hmm. the back of leaving the services um so how can my team for example volunteer through cv writing interviewing all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so it's not just about going out to to do a, an environmental initiative it could be something completely use the, use the skills we have um and really thinking about that wider mm -hmm. um so people can have more opportunities that can um, feed into where what's important to them well qu uh, well coincidentally just literally that happened yesterday um, so not not a donation as such which I, by the way I think is amazing the fact that all of us 130 odd staff members get the opportunity to donate individually to whatever we feel we're passionate about um, but yesterday um, 
I was asked by Michelle, who's obviously the, um, the exec director of Matthew Good Foundation, um, asked me to help a charity locally here called Find, um, who look after individuals with learning disabilities and severe autism, um, based in Cottingham and Hesel. And basically, they're they're a good they're a good sound charity, but they they've got to a crossroads. Pandemic hit them. Uh, they need to start to look at how they can generate new revenues, um, and they've just got no marketing or sales strategy in place. So uh, Michelle asked if I could, as part of my volunteering day, could I give up some time to sit with them and the, the team, the, the senior team that they find, and to deliver a marketing session that allows them to realise actually. I mean, I'm coming to dumb down my career now, but marketing's quite easy if you just get things structured. Oh, did um, you hear that? It's just cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's admitted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know what? And, uh, in it, from um, a rewarding sense, it was an amazing session yesterday. It was in here. Um, and we had five ladies who were very passionate about what they do. They all worked for fine for a number of years. Um, and it was just just showing them the light through the trees that actually what you're doing already you can you can monetize in the right way. Um, so we're looking at basically putting a real a, a good sound marketing plan in place, uh, rebrand website build, but things like they're doing in terms of um, disability policies and disability rights within the workplace. They could go in and deliver workshops, and for a donation of five hundred pounds we can come and do this for you. And I, was, I brought Rach into the conversation and mentioned Rach yesterday and said, if you would actually pitch that at Rach, I think she'd probably take it because of what they, they can deliver. Um, so that whole skill set, I got a huge bizarre. We had ladies in tears at the end because of the, the just the energy that they had. M- most out. of your sessions end in tears, <laughs> to, to be honest with you, um, so yeah, from a skill set, yeah, absolutely donations are important and what the Matthew Good Foundation can deliver for that, which I think is an amazing thing, by the way. And it obviously facilitates the the grants for good, which I think, again, is an amazing thing. But from what Rach is saying in terms of skill sets around this table, there are a lot of things we can do and support for different entities, I think I think it's really good, really big thing. But even down to the grants for good, seeing employees nominating. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those charities that mean things to them, re- getting the reward on the back of that to enable them to go out and deliver the great work that they're doing. I think that's an amazing mm-hmm. thing that we do. But for them as individuals to see the impact for them as well, it, yeah. it kind of drives that I work for a great place mm-hmm. that just doesn't look after me. It looks after the wider community that I belong to as yeah. well. Yeah. Do you know what? It's not, it's not PR bullshit. Yeah. That's the big thing for me is the fact that it's this... John Good, John Good Group, uh, yeah, SME, but ultimately the amount of revenue and profit um, and time and effort that is delivered, I, I think it's phenomenal. Um, genuinely, what we do and deliver as a group and, and opcos within, I think, I mean, it can only get better. It's already amazing now. So what's it going to look like in the next five years? Just ridiculous, really. I'll go back to Adam's comment of kind of other third parties looking at the foundation and it's really interesting when you speak to other other businesses and you talk about the foundation. And I think there are a lot of businesses out there that want to do something. It's knowing how. And do you have the time and resource to put into that to to do it? And for a lot of them, it's actually, if they found someone that could help them on that journey, that would make a huge difference. And they want to do these things. It's just, how do you do it? Okay, so let's go on to our third P. 
So performance, we've talked about performance actually little bits throughout all of the conversation um, so far today. Ben, do you want to give us a bit of a review of how you think group overalls performed this year? Um, yeah, I think it's been a positive year. Again, mm-hmm. um, I think when you... Numbers themselves don't tell the story. If you look at kind of just pure underlying bottom line, we've had we've taken, taken a step forward. Mm-hmm. But within that, there's been huge investment, as we've already talked about, into the central infrastructure that has been building the foundations and the platform um, for us to um, kick on and reach the growth ambitions we have as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, all the businesses performed well. Um, TEPs have had an outstanding year. Um, the GTM's kind of very much where we thought it was going to be. With a lot of additional investment yeah, this year into GTM. Huge additional investment. Relative, if you, even where, where we expected to be at the yeah. start this year, we've invested far beyond. If we of the took confidence. the investment out, they would be on for one of the best years I've ever had. I think it would be the best yeah. year, yeah. Um, and the maritime business, while we've not quite hit the ambitions we had from the start of the year, is still, I think, it's a top four year they've ever had. So on the back of kind of what you see going on in the wider economy, I think it's fantastic mm-hmm. we are where we are. Um, I think all of us on this table have huge confidence that we're going to kick on further next year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already touched on the donations that are going to the foundation that that performance is allowing us to do. Um, so yeah, really, really positive year. Mm-hmm. David, if we think about twenty four, where do you think performance, the, the sort of the next growth, the big piece of growth in performance is going to come from? I think you're just going to see everybody in the business just step up a little bit mm-hmm. I think it's kind of, it kind of feels like 2023 was when we were doing our we were doing a train in 2024 so it's like when we step out on the pitch and we've got a game plan we know what we're doing everybody's sort of stepped up a little bit in their you know development or learning or risk taking is a big one I think I think people are more uh, likely to you know take a risk or question something or challenge something um, and I think it's hard sometimes because it feels like you this year you've kind of been taking small steps to stuff, but it's like when you step back and think, "All oh, right, yeah, we're we're kind of ready to go now." That's quite quite exciting. I think, we're, I think, I think we're everybody's bought into it. I think that's the big thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Rach. Yeah, I was just saying we we've woken the giant. Okay. We've been it's been slowly mm-hmm. prodded with the things we're doing, and next year he'll he's awake. Yeah. Um, that's the way I'm looking at it at the minute. I think we've got some great businesses mm-hmm. with great ambition and great passion and confidence, which will drive that performance because they all believe in that business mm-hmm. and the group as a whole. Yeah. And I think it, for me, coming in, coming in new, it's really interesting, refreshing to see that. Yeah. Rich, you've got a vested vested interest in the growth <laughs> engine working. <clears throat> so, what's your view for next year? Um, I think, and I not want to talk with um, rose-tinted glasses and ears, but I genuinely believe it will be a bit of a stonker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm probably alluding to one of the businesses here within the group, which is GTM, because ultimately um, we can see there's an opportunity there within the industry um, in, the, in, that, in that particular marketplace. Um, I'd just go back to what Ben's saying in terms of the investment of people, the right people in place now across the businesses um, 
to ready to, with the same mindset of each other to go, do you know what? We can actually genuinely do this. Um, and they've got some hunger, which is always a good thing, and they want to achieve. And as again, we've alluded to, the right rewards are in place. They can go get it. They can get rewarded for it. And I'm not just talking monetary. I'm talking development, the satisfaction that actually we're taking this flipping thing and it's going to be a slight rocket. Um, we've already seen the impacts that we've delivered um, from infrastructure, from a marketing strategy, from a sales strategy. Now we're looking at margins. That's a big buzzword at the moment, Adam, isn't it? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but what the excitement is, we're doing it from a, from top and bottom. So we're looking, we're putting lots of stuff at the top, and mm-hmm. actually we're looking at the bottom bit as well, which is great. And that's just a perfect storm. Um, and I think genuinely... If we do a similar podcast next year, I think we'll be, I shouldn't say this, but we'll be knackered, dot, dot, dot. Um, but I think there'll be a, a huge achievement there that we've done the, the setting of the foundation of 2023, but 24. I think because the pace we work at as well, and we're not going to stop that. And I get it, we've got to manage that and make sure that we're looking after ourselves. But I think with a bit of a bit of oomph, I think, do you know what? It's going to be a bit of a, a bit of a rocket, I think, for 2024. It has all the right ingredients yeah. to be a rocket. And um, not to ignore the fact that we've actually onboarded, you just take GTM as well. I keep using GTM as an example, but record amount of new clients coming on board. If we keep doing that and looking at margin and everyone's bought into this whole, we're doing this together, it's a recipe for success, isn't it? So, I was going to say, if you look at we're talking about kind of having a positive year with all the investment, and we've invested for the group we want to be, not where we are today. Yeah. That you start kind of adding that continued growth or even now accelerated growth, that can only be a good positive thing. Mm-hmm. I think I'd agree with all the sort of sentiment. Organically, I do feel we've got all the right ingredients. I think we've built that and actually 24 does look very exciting organically. If we turn the attention just a little bit to our acquisitions this year, so um, ben, how many opportunities do you think we looked at this year? 200, probably. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe slightly more. more than 200. <laughs> and we got one across the line. Uh, great result. Um, and the, the one deal we did do this year <coughs> was the acquisition of the business travel division of Wexus. And I'm super excited about that deal. I was super excited when we got the opportunity to bid on it. I was delighted when we were put in the prime position to do it. We got it across the line, um, you know, um, thanks to a few phone calls from Disneyland Paris in the middle of the summer. Um, and the team that we have acquired in the business, uh, the book of business that we've acquired, um, it really is looking quite exciting. And the team in London have added a really nice new dynamic to our travel division. So that is our success of the year. Um, what about the 199? Yeah, that's that's where we really need to give some focus to. So that's probably why I'm quite tired. Um, we looked at an awful lot because we're trying to diversify. So there's a couple of key areas. And, and for anyone that ever hears us talk or reads any of our stuff, you know, we're, we're very interested in renewables. We're very interested in business services because that's where our skill sets lie. But um, yeah, it, it's been quite a hard year. We've had to kiss an awful lot of frogs. And of those couple of hundred that we've looked at, we've probably got into some sort of more advanced conversations with 15? Somewhere 15 maybe. to 20, yeah. And, you know, probably a handful of those four or five got to a proper stage. Uh, there's still a couple that are still bubbling away. So that's, you know, still maybe happen, probably not before the end of 23, but early in 24. That would be quite exciting to get to get those across the line. There's been one or two that we got bloody close on. And they fell over 
Um, and I think I will look back at 23 in terms of our M&A activity um, with a little tinge of sadness about that because both of those businesses, one in our travel, one in uh, renewables, both of those businesses would have just been brilliant within the group because the people there were great and the opportunity that um, a combined operational excellence within those teams with the, the talent that sat around this table and you put those two things together, it would have been a recipe for some really interesting and exciting opportunities. So I think I would say actually, if I had to call out something that hasn't gone well this year, I'm going to exclude Wexus because that's been class, but the, the rest of it has been probably a little bit disappointing. What are the learns? And it's an obvious question, but obviously you go through all those businesses and you talk to a lot of businesses. What are the learns? Um, something we knew going in that has been reinforced this year has been it's all about the people. But people is absolutely critical. If I had to take a, a lesson away, it would be to draw tighter timelines and agree those up front. Definitely timelines. Or maybe improve your kissing. Mm. Yes. Maybe I mean, find some saying, more better frogs. You're obviously not very good smoking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sarah can vouch for that. <laughs> no doubt about that. Um, and probably the last little area to touch on that I've been quietly pleased with, actually, about performance. We, we launched the Ventures Fund this year, and that was a big ambition for Tim. And um, we've got two acquis oh, two investments, sorry, over the line this year with Right Charge and Next Gen, um, the Tree Shelter guys. And they're both exciting, really mm. exciting little businesses that are doing something really, really interesting. And um, I think Ventures next year could be really interesting because it allows us just to tap into different types of opportunities we wouldn't look at normally. Mm. Rich, you sort of get the messages out there about that. How do you think our Ventures bit might work next year? Um, it's a good question. I mean, because obviously you look at the tree shelters who are quite a, a smaller entity, whereas Right Charge, quite a big entity in terms of what they're doing across the country from a from a from from the venture side in 2024. I think that genuinely there's, a, there's an investment pot there that will allow smaller, smaller companies and startups that potentially may need a bit of a lift. Mm -hmm. And I think we need, from a, from a communication side, I think we need to let those types of businesses know that we do have that sort of pot in place that's going to allow them to hopefully have the funds to be able to grow and scale mm -hmm. um in terms of expertise obviously around the table you've got that to help them and guide them um i i think genuinely is from a not from a major acquisition sense but from a from a just an investment side um it's going to be interesting what comes out the woodwork mm -hmm. because of the particular i look at the tree shelters a phenomenal product um, they just need a bit of a lift. Mm -hmm. um, I know they're looking at production, etc., and it can be a bit of a nightmare, but genuinely as a product, amazing. Yeah. I'm probably not alluding to what it is, but it, mm -hmm. what it does for the ground and the soil and the nutrients it produces from holding the new tree sapling, I think it's a, it's a great product. So what are those things that are coming out, pound the pun, the woodwork coming out, those types of ideas and products and services that just need a bit of a lift? Yeah. So just around the, around the table, um, I don't necessarily need your New Year's resolution yet, but just give me a confidence, excitement levels. Where's everybody at? Excited. Um, I couldn't have said it anymore. I was about to say, <laughs> that was like really, I and I'm really excited. excited. Yeah. I'm the finance person, I'm supposed to be. I like numbers. Well, Rich, you do the uh, marketing excited. Oh, go away. <laughs> No, genuinely, I think it has been, and then we keep saying it's been a big year in sense of setting the tone and setting the culture and 
putting the assets in place and all that kind of good stuff. But yeah, genuinely, and I don't think it's next year. I think it's like a bit of a three-year thing, three or four-year thing. Where is this going to be in four years' time? Because that's kind of what you look at in cycles, three-year cycles. But yeah, from an excitement thing, I'd, uh, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot to do with the fact that there's people sat around this table, the good chemistry, the teams that we're building, the exciting initiatives that are coming through for everybody. I think it's a proper business run properly with proper people. Now, pick up a penguin. Penguin. Three peas. Thanks. Proper, proper, proper. Yeah. Um, David. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's exciting. As I said, it feels like you've done you've done the hard work. You're going to get some kind of payoff. I think the other thing is that there's always something different happening. It. it like I said on the beautiful video that I did for the website, Rich. <laughs> That it feels like you're working for a 190 year old startup because there's always, you know, there's always something or there's something new coming in or there's a there are different challenges now and there are you know like the bigger challenges that you've got to get your head around, which is kind of what keeps keeps me going. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. For sure. I think we're already diversified, and I think that gives a lot of challenge, keeps things interesting, mm. and the ambition we've already touched on of wanting to become even more diversified. It makes it kind. Of, it makes it interesting, but also it gives you that protection of when one bit isn't quite going, you know something else can, mm-hmm. and that you can keep that moving forward and progressing. Mm-hmm. You can't say not excited now, right? I can get excited about most things. I'm really excited because we have set the foundations this year mm-hmm. to land everything at the beginning of the year in terms of new systems. We talked about the communication. The new platform will have that ability to communicate but actually include those that weren't initially on the original blogs and so on. And that, mm-hmm. for me, is a really big thing because then everybody's getting the same message yeah. and it's not getting lost or missed and they can start... It's bringing everything together. Um, I think... Obviously, there's all the other things around our people, our initiatives, our development, our talent. All of that will come into play next year, which will support all the other ambitions. And I think it's going to be an ex- it's exciting to be able to see that it's all going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of out of the setup phase. Yeah. So we can now start delivering the bigger things. Um, I'm not sure what my brain will do next year because, as you know, I can just go off on one in the middle of a, a meeting and think about something. So there may be some more creative and crazy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm already picking up on things here. It, it, I need something to switch it off. <laughs> I've got, sorry, I've got a question, Ad. Yeah. I mean, you've done a lot of talking as well, so yeah. we'll, we'll give you a chance to answer some questions. Now, you, you joined early 22 mm-hmm. as the CEO and non-family member which is an interesting dynamic with fifth to sixth generation with uh, John Tim's dad going to Tim mm-hmm. um, you've obviously brought him fast forward which was the mantra and the plans for the group and the opcos within it how do you feel at December 23 where you are on that fast forward plan from a from a from an objective setting achievements and then moving forward into 24 25 and beyond mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd say it's mixed. I think we've delivered a lot of the objectives on people and planet. So they're they're sort of there. We've talked a lot about those today. And so we're ahead of the plan on, on a lot of those things. Operational carbon neutrality was supposed to be 2025. We delivered that for 2022. Um, you guys landing have accelerated those plans no end. So 
I think in terms of setting out a lot of those things, we were way ahead actually of where I expected us to be to the point where actually I almost feel like a lot of those objectives are sort of done and actually we maybe need to redefine what our ambition looks like mm. because sort of saying we're just going to carry on doing the same for those things doesn't feel right um, especially with how we're all built we need those objectives and we need that thing off in the distance to go and run at so I'm pretty pleased with those um, performance um, I personally don't feel I've had an awful lot of impact on performance yet uh, we've done the work to generate good performance, but we haven't seen it mm. um, to the level that I expect or would like to see, given what we've got, the mm. talent we've got, the people we've got. I think we we deserve better performance um, because of what we've got in the group. Um, but, you know, you guys have talked about it. There's a new confidence in the place. We've got some of the right tools. We're doing the things right, but I haven't seen that yet. And I won't be... Um, pleased with my own performance until I see that improve because um, everything we've done to date has been broadly about investing and spending money mm -hmm. and I hope I've done that well but anybody can do that mm -hmm. yeah because it's spending and you make a choice and you spend money and everything else now I feel that I've done a good job in spending it I hope that's reflected in the business but almost anybody can do that. What I want to be able to um, have for myself and, and you guys is not only did we invest well, not only do we achieve these things by spending money, but look at what we were able to return. Yeah. Because that's the difference between a good team and a great team. Yeah, good. Anyone can spend. Anyone can invest. They're, they're straightforward to do, actually. But being able to drive a return from it and take a company on a journey not many teams can do that, genuinely do that. You know, most businesses do okay over the long term, yeah? We're trying to go from, to use your phrase earlier, from good to great. And if we're able to drive the return on investment from the choices we've already made, then we can genuinely say we were a great team. And I don't know, I can say that yet. So, mixed bag. And I think by the end of 24, I'll have a really good sense of where we're at on that journey. But I agree with all of you guys. We've done the things that we need to do to get us to the point where we can go and grow. But now we've got to go and execute. Now we've got to go and deliver. Mm. Now it's game time. The training's done. I love the analogy. The, the training's done. You feel fit. You've done all the bits you think you need to do. But it's only when you're in the middle of the race do you know if this stuff is working. Yeah. And that's where I feel like. I feel we're at the start line. And I feel like it's game time. And we need to go and do it now. And I'll only be happy with my own performance when I see that. I can't value myself on just investing. So yeah, so mixed bag. Um, fast forward, you mentioned, I think we're gonna need to redefine fast forward, if I'm honest. Uh, I think the fast forward period is coming to an end because it was all about getting the group started in this new direction. And I think we've achieved that. You guys have, have brilliantly, very eloquently um, sort of set that out during the conversation today. Um, and we need to reset our ambitions. You know, John Good historically is a business or a group that's made, you know, a few hundred thousand up to a low million, you know, fairly consistently sort of forever. You know, um, a group of our size, a group of our heritage, we, we should be beyond that. And we've got all the talent to do that. 
um, that that'll be that'll be when we've got success. So so, re, so redefining those objectives is really important. And actually, the other thing that's really important is fast forward was uh, me and Ben thing because we were the only people that were here at the time to do that. Um, the next phase has to be way beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be an us thing around this table, and I'd argue maybe even uh, broader than that. And it's got to be more inclusive. We've got to get more people on the bus in terms of deciding the direction in the house. Um, fast forward worked because of where we were. Uh, fast forward wouldn't work now. Mm. If we did it again, we've got to come up with something new. We've got to redefine and move forward. So, um, yeah, uh, content, but I won't be happy until we've we've got that bottom line really moving and we're we're showing that we're getting a return on investment. Good answer. Thanks. All right. Right. Well, that was my killer question. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys now. So, New Year's resolutions, business only. Don't need to hear about you losing a couple of pounds and all that sort of stuff next year. David is answering. No, I can't say it. Focus on the business. So, what is going to be? Rich will wear a proper Christmas jumper next year. No, Evan's hating this jumper. I like it. It's a treat. It's too stylish. It's not a proper Christmas jumper. I'm a walking catwalk. You should have been late. Is it Manchester? Yes, <laughs> I like it. I like Thanks, it. I quite like the jumper, but it's not a math Christmas jumper. It's not a math Christmas it's jumper, right? Kind of yeah. 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 You're not even wearing a jumper. I'm a woman. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to wear jumpers. <laughs> it would have been a dress. <laughs> okay, anyway, back on topic. Um, New Year's resolutions for business. Um, Rachel, 2024. New Year's resolution to get in place the tools and support and guidance for the managers that can help them to drive the performance of their people. Okay. That's Brilliant. my key one for next year. Supporting and, performance. And supporting the performance, yeah. Like it. Thank you. Ready coming to me. Okay. Um, definitely empowering the team. Let them get on. Okay. Let them get on and do it because they've got the talent in there. I'm talking about the marketing department is is brilliant. It would take a long time to get to it, but now just let them get on and do it, and let them show what exciting stuff they can do. Okay. Um, rather than listen to my whole dulcet turns in the corner of the office. Okay. So I'm excited. But for it's that. the sexiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex, sexiest yeah. as we know. Yeah, sexiest. Stylish and sexy. <laughs> no, not me personally. I mean, oh, yeah. oh, right, I mean, okay, I'm, yeah, yeah, right. I'm sexy. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> We've got through a whole session, and Rich hasn't mentioned keepy uppies as well. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. We've got a resolution. says David's speaking for two hours. Embed Rich's video now. David, your I think. Well, main one is to like embed a culture of innovation throughout the the group. Because I think everybody will get a lot out of that. I think if people can be working on opportunities that's a bit outside of their day-to-day, I think they're going to learn more, they're going to interact with different people than they normally would do. So I think uh, definitely that. And I think the other thing I've learned this year is that in terms of the innovation, a lot of it can be quite incremental. It can be quite small steps, but you've still got to celebrate those as well as the you know the big moonshot type things. Uh, so, yeah, celebrate small stuff as well as big stuff nice uh, for us I think it's really look at purchasing uh, that takes many facets but also looking local green environmental friendly mm-hmm. um, standardising across the group okay. um, a big project for us Bro. well guys thank you very much for your time thank you for your input today 
And I believe that's a wrap. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the final episode of the season and you got some insight into me and the team and what we felt about 2023. As a final note, I'd just like to say a massive thank you for everybody that's watched and listened. We've had loads of great comments throughout the year and we look forward to seeing you all and doing more of this in 2024. Until then, have a great Christmas break and have a very successful 2024. Cheers, guys.